Hey guys, uh, welcome back to another Cigar Talks with Jason. Today I want to talk about something I'm super passionate about. It's a core belief I've had um, pretty much my entire life. However, I would just ask that when watching this, please do not take certain examples I give out of context and then draw conclusions. I'm focusing on the overall story or the overall problem. So, with that being said, what I want to talk about is the two different types of people in the world. Now, you can separate the entire world's population by all kinds of things. But what I want to talk about today is there are those types who blame the world and everyone else. And there are those people who ask what they could have done differently. And if you're into movies at all, I think one of the most powerful scenes that touches on this is in a movie called American History X. If you haven't seen it, I'd highly, highly, highly recommend it. It is probably the most elaborate and complex movie on the topic of race. But in this particular scene, there's a white supremacist who's in prison, and he's kind of having a mental breakdown. He got raped in prison. And he's talking to a black professor who used to be his teacher and principal when he was in high school. And the uh, professor is talking to him, you know, and he's saying, you know, I know about this place. I know where you are. I know how you feel. You know, and the white guy, you know, how the fuck are you going to know how the fuck I feel? And the professor, you know, he's like, you know, you're fucking letting your anger consume you. You're letting, you know, it take away, you know, that brain God gave you. You know, he's like, you know, when I was young, I used to be in the same place, you know, blame white people, blame society, blame God. But I didn't get no answers because I was asking the wrong questions. The question I should have been asking is, has anything you've done made your life better? And at least for me, when I saw that, it was just like a holy shit moment. And I feel like if most people ask themselves that question and were truly honest, it can actually be a life-changing moment because I've, I've seen that exact question have that impact on people. And, you know, the white supremacist just really looks inward and he's like, no. And, you know, it's about the two of them helping each other and growing together. And it has an amazing story in the end. But... Like, for example, um, I remember uh, I used to, like, when it comes to my work and when I'm, like, uh, talking to potential video partners, I used to have, like, I've got a couple copy-paste that I send just because I'm not going to type out, like, paragraphs over and over and over again. And one time I noticed that every time I would send this particular message, like, most people wouldn't respond. A few people would, but... It was happening enough that I looked at the situation objectively and it's like, okay, I'm the common denominator here. What can I do differently? As opposed to just blaming everyone and everything else. And I sat down and I was objective and I read it and I was like, okay, there's something wrong with this. I need to figure out what that is. And the conclusion that I came to was it almost sounded robotic. It almost sounded like one of those like scams from like, you know, non-African prints, but it sounded like one of those types of messages. And I rewrote it. And then all of a sudden I fixed the problem. 
And I, I personally believe in that. I personally believe in asking, what could you have done differently? Even situations that don't necessarily seem to be your fault, there is something you could have done differently. And some people will never learn that. Like, I remember there was this one woman on Twitter, and, you know, she would always comment and uh, on my posts and different things like that. And I clicked on her profile, and... Uh, like, okay, you guys know my feelings on attraction and that it's all subjective and stuff. So I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about a lot of what I'm about to say is from a societal point of view or business point of view. Basically, from a business point of view, if I ran a studio, this woman's uh, physical looks were not very marketable. It was very clear she did not take much pride in her appearance or maintaining her body or anything else. Instead of this woman doing things to, hey, I want to be a porn star. I need to improve my body, my appearance. I need to attain something that is marketable. Instead, her profile over time changed to be, oh, I wanted to be a porn star, but people are so fake. And like every other post was like some poor me, Debbie Downer shit. Oh, you know, the you know, no one's going to give me a chance, blah, 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 blah. And it, it, basically, the moral of her entire feed was, no matter what, it's not my fault. It's everyone else's fault. And the thing is, she'll never go anywhere with that attitude. She'll keep wallowing in misery until the end of time. And, like, uh, another example was there was this uh, black guy who reached out to me. This was, I don't know, maybe a year ago. And he really wanted to get into porn. And I remember just glancing at his profile briefly, and I saw a ton of things this guy was doing wrong. Like, posts he was making, the pictures he was posting. Like, I, I probably saw a list of 30 different things he could improve. They would dramatically improve, like, his following, his... You know, how successful he was, everything. But in this guy's mind, the only reason he wasn't successful was because he was black. Which is absurd because there's tons and tons of black porn stars. And the law of supply and demand is the less of something there is, the more valuable it is. So, you know, I don't, you know, I'm not jumping on the race thing, so don't even go there. I'm just looking at simple numbers. If there's less of something, it's more valuable. So I could actually make the argument that I would make more if I was black because I'd have less competition. So the point is, you know, regardless of whether he was blaming his race or blaming his hair or blaming whatever it is, this guy was willing to do anything to alleviate any personal responsibility he had for his own situation. And I remember I was chatting with him back and forth and I was like, I'm more than willing to help you, but you got to be willing to help yourself and you got to get yourself out of this negative mindset. And like the girl that I mentioned, you know, half of his posts were the same, like, oh, F this and F that and everything's negative and, and anyone who's in a happy relationship, I hope you something, something and die. I mean, it was, but that wasn't the reason for his lack of success. It was the color of his skin. And for me, I've always looked up to and admired...
stories of people who are successful in spite of all the odds or in spite of things that, you know, everything going against them. Like one of my favorite bodybuilders. Um, he's probably top five bodybuilders of all time, but his name's Dexter Jackson. And he's 5'6". I mean, right there, 5'6", and you want to be a professional bodybuilder? Mm, maybe gain a couple inches, come talk to us. Not very good genetics to start. I mean, his childhood, you know, teachers told him, you're not going to grow up, you're not going to become shit. I mean, just, you know, everything. And in spite of everyone telling this guy he couldn't make it, and... You know, things like genetics and height and going, you know, against him. This guy became Mr. Olympia in 2008. He actually is the most decorated bodybuilder of all time. And, like, actually he retired this last year. He competed on the Mr. Olympia stage and got ninth at 50 years old. Competing at that level at 50? I mean, that's absolutely uncertain unheard of and the thing is you watch any video with him and he's always it's always positive like it's always I can do it what can I do differently oh I didn't place as well as I did in this show you know oh not you know he's not thinking fuck the judges or I'm not successful because I'm black which he is instead he's thinking what can I do differently in my diet what can I do differently in my conditioning you know what can I do differently as far as you know supplementation whatever it is you know, Tom McDonald, someone else I admire, he's a, a famous rapper now. And, I mean, it was just like, I love his story. Never mind his politics, because, I mean, he really hates on both sides equally. But, like, four or five years ago, this guy was homeless. And, you know, he was homeless with his girlfriend. He was addicted to pills and alcohol tons of mental health issues. I mean, this guy was pretty much it. I mean, I don't think you can hit rock bottom any more than what this guy was at. But he had a dream and he had a goal and he was going to accomplish that. And instead of blaming the world and blaming society and blaming the legal system for all of his woes and everything else, he was like, what can I do? And in the span of four or five years, this guy went from, like, absolute, complete and utter rock bottom. And then with no manager, no music label, no professional help of any kind. I mean, literally, by himself, him and his girlfriend, he went from rock bottom in four years to now, like, every week he releases a new video that gets over a million views in 24 hours. I mean, this guy's views on YouTube, and, you know, he'll be number one on the downloads from iTunes. With no record label, no manager, no anything, that's amazing by any stretch of the imagination. And he got there because he believed in himself, and he asked, what can I do? And it really just... The thing is, like, bad things happen, you know, to everyone, you know, whether it's, you know, because of your race or some shitty legal situation or you grew up without a dad in the household or your parents were addicted to drugs or, you know, those things transcend race. They transcend everything. I mean, shitty stuff happens to everyone. 
And you can either let those things define you and consume you and wallow in, you know, shitholeville until the end of time, or you can grab yourself and be like, fuck this. Even though all these terrible things happened, I'm going to make myself successful no matter what. And, you know, using myself as an example, like for me, when, most of you people, most of you know that um, I have congestive heart failure and arthritis in both my hands and Parkinson's and COPD and whole whole host of health problems. And for me, like it's almost a joke when I was recently diagnosed with Parkinson's, like if you guys notice my hand shaking, I try to hide it as much as possible. But I don't let that, like every time something goes wrong, that makes me try that much harder because I'm going to... I'm going to overcome it. I'm not going to let that consume me. And, uh, you know, it's just really like, you know, other examples like Oprah. Um, early on in her career, uh, she actually got fired from a newspaper and someone told her it was something along the lines of like, oh, this woman isn't fit for journalism or something like that. And then she becomes like the most famous and powerful and richest person in journalism history. I mean, Walt Disney was fired from one of his uh, earliest jobs, which I believe was also at a newspaper and magazine, but he got fired for, quote, having no imagination. Walt Disney got fired for having no imagination. I mean, I mean, Michael Jordan, he was cut from his high school basketball team. And, I mean, the thing is, no matter what you want to do, I don't care what it is, whether you want to become a fucking brain surgeon, you know, I mean, look at Eminem, like, oh yeah, I want to become like the most famous rapper of all time. Oh, and by the way, I'm white. Most people laughed at him and probably like, serious, really? Like, but the thing was, he believed in himself and he focused on what he could do. He didn't, you know sit there and just blame everyone. And again, Eminem, another person who came from like absolute fucking like rock bottom bottom. I mean, truly amazing. And, you know, I would love to sit there and say, do anything you want to do and whatever. But unfortunately with like the porn examples I gave, you do need to conform to whatever it is you want to become. Like, for example, I'm not going to go into, like, some ultra-conservative uh, store and expect to get a job selling stuff looking the way I do. I mean, that's just unrealistic. So you need to have realistic goals, and sometimes you need to look a certain way to perform a certain job. And what I'm getting at with this one is... Really, again, focusing on the core. What can you do differently, not blaming the world? And what makes me say that is I read a story. This was within the last few months. It was in Vice, but it was basically about these two... Uh, I forget the exact terms. It was like um, two non-binary femme icons... Oh, you know, they're super popular on, you know, within their circles, but they can't get a date or get anyone to sleep with them. And
it showed pictures of the two of them, and one of them had a full beard with, like, bright pink lipstick and then yellow hair and... I mean, if you can see where I'm going with this. And I looked at the pictures and I'm like, if that's what you want to look like, if that's what makes you happy, absolutely go for it. 110%. But if you're really going to sit there and tell me that you didn't see the vast majority of people not being attracted to that, come on. Really? So, you know... Understand that in life there is give and take. Like, I'm not going to go hardcore into bodybuilding and then be like, oh, this is BS. I can't do like this crazy acrobatic sex. Well, really? No shit. You're not flexible at all, which I'm not. So, you know, like Dexter Jackson, he understands he can't eat brownies and cupcakes every night when he decided to do what, you know, he decided to do. So, Really, just if, you know, or if you, for example, decide that, you know, having sex and having a relationship and being found attractive by the majority of people, if that's your ultimate goal, then be willing to do what it takes to accomplish that. But again, as I've said in multiple videos, there is no one type, there's no one be all end all that everyone in the entire world is attracted to. Everyone has a type. Like, plenty of people don't find me attractive, and that's perfectly okay. So, really, the moral of this video is it's a lot easier to blame other people for your misery, and it takes a hell of a lot of, like, introspection and courage to change, but, you know, it's, it's even if you've been in a toxic relationship where the other person was, you know, abusive or controlling or cheated all the time or whatever, and objectively you can place the vast majority of the blame on them, you're still someone, you still are responsible for that situation because in the beginning of that relationship, I am sure there are red flags that instead of stopping to look at them, you just went driving right on past. And I'm not placing judgment when I say that because God knows I've been in that situation myself. Really, just no matter what it is in life, whatever screwed up, you know, shit happens, life sucks, whatever gets thrown at you, instead of blaming the world and blaming society and blaming God and blaming this and blaming that and blaming everything, ask yourself, what can you do to make your life better? Because no matter what amount of adversity you are thrown, I promise you that you can overcome it. And I promise you that you can do anything that you want to do. I mean, God knows there's tons and tons and tons and tons of inspirational people and inspirational stories. I've covered a few in this video, but there are millions. So if you need inspiration, go look. Um, as always, I hope you took something positive away from this video. I'd love to hear your thoughts below. If you did enjoy it, please like, share, comment, subscribe. I do always take the time to read the comments below. Uh, sorry this week's video was a little late. I got caught up with some other stuff. But I will see you guys again next Sunday. I love you all.